I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Well, it was the end of an era on Sunday. Chris Wallace is leaving Fox News for CNN+. Plus. Uh, also, we have noted that uh, Brian Williams also left uh, NBC News after 28 years, I believe, at uh, some form of the Peacock Network. Uh, each of them had some interesting things to say about uh, where we are as a country in their final broadcast. And what does it say about the state of journalism in the United States? Uh, Obviously, that's a question we've been talking a lot and one I've been thinking about a lot uh, of late. And that is, where are we really? Of course, we we noted late last week and um, throughout the day today that the the Biden administration, like most administrations from either political party, uh, are always uh, criticizing the media for negative coverage. Uh, And so that's an interesting dilemma. There's always this battle between uh, the uh, executive branch of government and the journalism and the media. And we always have to remember uh, that the uh, First Amendment does not belong to the press, nor does it belong to the president. It actually belongs to we the people. And in looking at and and watching these uh, folks leave uh, different broadcasts, there's been a big turnover on a lot of the different uh, stations from MSNBC to Fox News to CNN and a host of other places that people are just stepping away from that. And so what does that all mean? What does it mean in terms of what the, the country is really after? Has the, has the country finally become so exhausted by uh, what appears to be news, often uh, merged heavily with opinion, uh, and not being able to discern that? Are we so tired of the talking points and shouting matches and uh, personal put-downs? Uh, are the American people ready for something different? Uh, I think they are. I think the American people don't quite know how to ask for it. But I do think there are some interesting lessons uh, out of both Brian Williams' departure from NBC News and Chris Wallace leaving Fox News. Uh, First, I want to go to something that Brian Williams said as he announced his departure last week. Uh, And this was uh, part of his message to his viewers. Well, look at the time. I'll try to keep this brief. After 28 years of Peacock logos on much of what I own... It is my choice now to jump without a net into the great unknown, as I do for the first time in my 62 years. My biggest worry is for my country. The truth is I'm not a liberal or a conservative. I'm an institutionalist. I believe in this place, and in my love of country, I yield to no one. But the darkness on the edge of town has spread to the main roads and highways and neighborhoods. It's now at the local bar and the bowling alley, at the school board and the grocery store. And it must be acknowledged and answered for. Grown men and women who swore an oath to our Constitution, elected by their constituents, possessing the kinds of college degrees I could only dream of, have decided to join the mob and become something they are not, while hoping we somehow forget who they were. They've decided to burn it all down with us inside. That should scare you to no end as much as it scares an aging volunteer fireman. 
Uh, interesting words uh, there. And while I've often disagreed with Brian Williams on a host of, of issues and coverage, uh, I absolutely agree with him in terms of what is happening and what we're buying into when it comes to what we expect out of media, out of news. Uh, so I want to jump now to uh, host of Fox News Sunday, Chris Wallace. Uh, as I mentioned, he's headed over to CNN Plus, a streaming service. Uh, and in classic uh, Chris Wallace style, uh, he signed off in a very straightforward, this is where I am, this is where I'm going kind of way. He he has a reputation over the years of being an equal opportunity offender, which we always applaud, willing to call out the left or the right uh, on anything that is suspect. Uh, and that's good. That's uh, good for the country that we have people who will ask those questions and uh, not be sold into the partisanship uh, battles. Uh, but here's how Chris Wallace signed off uh, unexpectedly from from uh, Fox News. After 18 years, this is my final Fox News Sunday. It is the last time, and I say this with real sadness, we will meet like this. 18 years ago, the bosses here at Fox promised me they would never interfere with a guest I booked or a question I asked, and they kept that promise. I have been free to report to the best of my ability to cover the stories I think are important to hold our country's leaders to account. It's been a great ride. We've covered five presidential elections, interviewed every president since George H.W. Bush, traveled the world sitting down with France's Emmanuel Macron and Russia's Vladimir Putin. And I've gotten to spend Sunday mornings with you. It may sound corny, but I feel we've built a community here. There's a lot you can do on Sunday mornings. The fact you've chosen to spend this hour with us is something I cherish. But after 18 years, I have decided to leave Fox. I want to try something new to go beyond politics to all the things I'm interested in. I'm ready for a new adventure, and I hope you'll check it out. That's uh, Chris Wallace uh, signing off for the last time there on Fox News. He'll be heading over to CNN Plus, a streaming service, uh, where he will do a daily show uh, that will go beyond just politics. We'll do some uh, pop culture things, news of the day, a little sports as uh, well is supposed to be mixed in there. Uh, so that will be a, a very interesting transition to watch how that goes. Uh, and the thing that I have always admired about Chris Wallace was that uh, that he would ask the hard question. Uh, that he would press the hard question uh, when politicians of either side tried to dance around it and uh, always trying to get to the best of it. I love the fact that he said uh, that even though it sounded corny, uh, that he did feel like those who tuned in on Sunday mornings to have that conversation with him built a community, which I I think he did that very well. I think he followed in the tradition of his dad, Mike Wallace, uh, in so many ways and asking good questions, hard questions. He also had the ability that few have today, and that is the art of the follow-up question, where you can actually dig a little deeper and raise the conversation just a a little bit higher. Uh, All of this, to me, is just a really interesting backdrop in terms of what is the future uh, for media and news in particular. Are people still going to to tune in and listen in? Are people just so exhausted by uh, the the burn-it-down mentality of, of both sides? In this, uh, I think that's just such an interesting question. I think it's interesting to see uh, also on CNN, of course, Chris Cuomo was fired recently. They've had uh, Michael Smirkonish uh, in uh, substituting there, and he's at least held his own in terms of ratings. Uh, very different style than Chris Cuomo, uh, much more even handed. 
uh, much more focused on the facts than he is on the politics and the theatrics, the platform uh, performers that many of our leaders, elected officials anyway, (laughs) I have to be careful about calling them leaders. Some of them are just elected officials uh, that are uh, there in Washington. And so it'll be interesting to see, is this a tipping point? Is this a hinge point moment uh, for how we consume media? And are we willing as consumers of that media to go beyond what we've been served up uh, over the last decade uh, that has been becoming increasingly toxic uh, extremely base, uh, much more about vilifying an opponent than it is really making the case, uh, winning an argument, uh, winning hearts and minds as opposed to just winning elections. Uh, and so we have to have a different kind of conversation. And I, I wonder if some of these departures and some of these transitions at the various networks will lead to something different or will it be that uh, the powers that be in those organizations decide that they're just going to let it ride a little bit longer, squeeze out every last penny and dollar uh, out of the current model that they can get from advertising before they really have to make a change. Uh, like in most things, uh, you don't look to the uh, to the corner office to lead the change. You actually have to look to the community and the people uh, who begin to ask for the change and demand the change. Uh, And that's up to all of us. Uh, We have to look at it. We have to do it just a little bit different. We're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. When we come back, of course, Miles Hansen, World Trade Center, is going to join us to talk about Russian troops on the Ukrainian border and the U.S. response. Stay with us here on KSL News Radio. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.